0: create a kick-ass business in flow and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I am back today with my partner in crime. I was going (laughs) to use a different word, but we'll just go with (laughs) that. (laughs) Partner in magic. Partner in magic. It sounds so lame. (laughs) but I was going to say, yeah, everything I was thinking about sounded really lame. But Kelsey, (laughs) how are you today?
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing?
0: I'm great. I had a little adventure this morning. I almost went to jury duty, but then I opted out. That would have been really intense. That would have been really intense. So I got called to jury duty. I showed up like the orientation and then they told us it was really intense and really weird, honestly. And then they said it said it was a nine day trial minimum that was a murder trial. And I just couldn't commit. (laughs) Just couldn't commit. Um I would have stayed if there weren't like these things on my schedule that we talked about. I because I yeah, I don't know, but it was very interesting. And then literally half the room left. So, anyway, that was my my adventure this morning and came back in time to podcast. So, I feel like that's
1: why you hesitated when you were about to call me your partner in crime. <laughs> I know, I know. I was like, "Wow, that's like, too that soon." Was a, little, <laughs> a little too <laughs>
0: soon. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, yeah, so that was my adventure this morning and here here we are. So, uh, today we want to talk about relationships. This has been coming up a lot for for me, I will say I have quite a few friends going through breakups um, and I have a few friends if you're in the channel collective that literally asked me the like, I am going through it. What do I do in here? You definitely recommend the brain rewiring meditation. Definitely recommend um, using the Reiki healing meditation in there as well to help clear some things and watching some of the channel messages about relationships. I will say, and actually that one message that I posted on YouTube a while back, do you remember that one about relationships? Like was super helpful Um, mm-hmm. if, if, if you are subscribed on YouTube. But here's the thing, like I love using the channel messages as just reflection points. And again, it's not about like, if you like, it's not really, it doesn't really matter if you agree or not, like you get to decide, but it's more of just like, like prompts, I think of it, right? It's like, let me tune into this and how does this resonate for me? Like, does that line up or does that not? And that's like what I've been doing every morning, channeling and then using that as as like my journal prompt and reflection point. And it's like my favorite way to start the day. So we've been posting more of those in the membership. So be sure to check that out if you haven't already. Well, <clears> throat>, throat chakra happening right there. One of the simplest health hacks that has made the biggest difference in how I feel every single day has been focusing on balancing my electrolytes. And this is why I am obsessed with Element. I take these with me everywhere. They have been a lifesaver, like literal lifesaver with all the traveling I've been doing recently and the elevation differences, but also in my daily life. I drink it first thing when I wake up every single day and often have another later in the day. What I love about Element is it is a really delicious electrolyte drink with everything you need and nothing you don't. Lots of salt, no sugar, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS, just the way I like it. And if you're on a whole foods based diet, which I know most people listening to this show are, I've been on (laughs) all the different types of whole foods based diets, low carb, paleo, keto high carb, all the things. And with any variation of a whole foods-based diet, it is super important to look at your electrolyte balance because a lot of people aren't adding any healthy salts. And especially if you are eating low carb keto and you want to prevent that low carb flu. But I've seen a huge difference in my energy levels, in my brain function, in my productivity. If you have any symptoms like headaches, cramps, fatigue, weakness, look at electrolyte balance. It's a really simple thing that can make a huge, huge difference, especially if you are on a whole foods-based diet, you do any type of fasting, you're physically active, you sweat a lot. The thing is that most electrolyte powders don't have the best ingredients. Element is incredible. If you know Rob Wolf, the co-founder, you know that he is serious about ingredients and wants something that really works. There are so many different professional sports teams, teams from the U.S. Olympics, from the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, the special forces that regularly use and love Element. And of course, yours truly. I am obsessed with this stuff. Some of my favorite flavors are the new watermelon. Love that. I love the citrus. I love the raspberry. Those are probably my top three. Oh, and the new grapefruit. So, so good. So if you haven't yet tried out Element and you want to get your hands on some, you can get a free sampler pack that has eight packets of element with four different flavors. You can get that free, just pay for shipping, which is about $5 if you're in the US. Just go to DrinkElement, and that's spelled D R I N K L M N T dot com slash CTC. Again, that's DrinkElement.com, D R I N K L M N T dot com slash CTC, and you'll get that free sampler pack and you can try it out. And when you get yours in the mail, be sure to tag me on Instagram so I can hear how much you love it. Okay, so relationships. So many, so many directions to go here, but I will say, like, as people, as you go through your spiritual awakening, right? A lot of relationships will shift. So, friendships will shift, romantic partnerships can shift. I will say, I, I think it can be a lot harder to go through a spiritual awakening when you're with a partner. Like, it, it, can, it can be a lot hard, harder for a lot of people not necessarily right depending on the relationship and um i think like for me i think about myself and like early 20s spiritual awakening chronic illness like i'm so i was i was like such a hermit i'm naturally that way but i really needed that time and space and honestly relationships were like i had to just learn to let it be how it was going to be right people we're going to be along for the ride if they're meant to be. And if they weren't, then they might drop off. And that's, that's totally fine. Right. Um, not everybody's with us for forever, but I see this being one of the most difficult things that people are navigating. I just had a client the other day who yesterday, and she's basically realizing like everybody in her life from before just isn't even resonant anymore. And kind of going through that whole, holy shit type, type of moment, um, and so, this is definitely a big, a big thing. And I will say, also in terms of business, I see this all the time. Where if the relationships around you are not supporting you in your expansion and growth, it can really shift things. You know, when you're trying to, it can really limit you. Like if you're trying to shift your your energy, if you're trying to step into abundance mindset, and the people that you're around, your roommates, your partner, your family, whoever you're living with, they're always reinforcing a lot of this scarcity mindset. It can be it can be harder, right, to to shift that because it's all about like, what are we surrounding ourselves with? Um, and so, I and I think especially right now, like in, in the last few years, right, as so much has come to the surface, we start to realize opinions people have that we didn't know before that didn't rise. Mm-hmm. And then you start to feel uncomfortable. Um, and some people just go the hush-hush route. Other people get in arguments, but it's very interesting the, the dynamics here. Um, but again, I think the theme through it all is, it's all about truth, right? so the truth of relationships is rising. it's like the the truth of is this is this an alignment for me anymore and I think I say it a lot, but it's because I'll say it and it doesn't sink in like until a million times after you hear it. It's like it's not about is this good or bad and the the reason why people struggle to let go of relationships is because they have they're they're labeling it as. Bad or a failure to, to release it often, right? That relationship with, with an ending. and it's really more about shifting your relationship shifting your relationship with the ending of a relationship than about the actual ending of the relationship itself. right? There are people that I don't jive with that doesn't make them a bad person. It's just like not everyone's for everyone, right? Um, it's the ice cream example, right? Not everybody likes strawberry, ice cream doesn't mean it's bad it's just not everybody's favorite flavor and other people it is their favorite so it's really about releasing those good and bad labels right that's that's that higher perspective but i will say that i i have had some really interesting conversations recently with some friends like who are very much more in the like masculine feminine sexuality relationship space and something that's been coming up a lot is to me it's like we are returning like fully, fully being whole, right? Like balanced masculine and feminine energy within each of us, right? It's about being sovereign. It's about being fully self-sufficient and not being dependent in relationships, but like truly collaborative. Like I am whole and I'm entering into this relationship um, because it lights me up, but it doesn't complete me, right? Like, Like really, really being in that. And I very much wonder like how that shifts relationship dynamics where people so often are like it has like it's like one person's masculine energy and one person's feminine energy that very much can can play out but i actually to be honest feel much less so when we are rising above that um you know like that polarity because because we are in ways so that is something super interesting i don't know if you've thought about that at all
1: (laughs) that is really interesting actually I mean, and I think it'll be interesting to, sh- I always think about this, how like the relationships of our generation, not only because of online dating apps and all of that, but are so different than like the generations before us. And I think to your point, like traditionally in the past, it was very much expected that the male had a very masculine type of energy that he brought to the relationship and the female, a very feminine energy. And now we're seeing these people like tap into both sides. And so I feel like it'll be. Maybe this isn't the right word, but less of a codependent relationship and more of like you're coexisting, but you're both Mm -hmm. embodying feminine Mm -hmm. and, and your masculine energy. to it's fullest
0: potential. Yeah, totally. I mean, I mean, that's the point, right? Like we should all have the balance of both, but I, I don't know. I don't know. how. Like I see this playing out differently. It's just something, it's not something that I feel like firmly around yet, but Mm -hmm. I'm very hesitant. Like, because this, like, okay have will say like one person in the relationship is going to hold more of the masculine and one person is going to hold more of the feminine and that for sure comes into play right and that can switch off depending on the situation the conversation what's going on but the more we become really uh like integrated in both aspects and the more people like really shift their vibration i i just think relationships are going to change and have been changing um A lot recently and what they look like also like the sexual aspect of them changing a lot and i i think at that higher frequency i feel that it can work if both people were in their feminine or both people were in their masculine it's like a totally different ball game right because it's like when we're when we're literally shifting the level of consciousness within the relationship overall like there are different rules to the game and I think this is, these are the nuances that are really cool, I think, because it's not like right or wrong, right? Like, cause we might still have times when we are playing that out more, right? That feminine masculine balance, mm-hmm. but I, I have seen it work without that polarity at these higher frequencies. It's been something I've been talking to some of my mentors about, um, cause I've been channeling a bit around this and, and they were like, yeah, I've been seeing that too. It's very interesting. just how. Um, the energy of relationships is going to shift, and that's you now that's like the bit I I really like, I like just like watching energy dynamics, like in people. That's why I love people watching. You can literally, like, I'll see the energy flow. <laughs> I'll, I'll see, I I'll literally, I'm seeing, I'm watching the energy flow of people. I'm like, whoa, this is very fascinating. Um, people are energy exchanging all the time. So, yeah, that's really that's really interesting, and I think now, like. I know a lot of people are struggling with like, you know, finding somebody or should I stay in this relationship? Um, All of that. And we're being called to stand our ground and like, this is who I am. This is what feels good for me. This is the authentic me. And I'm just staying in alignment for me and not letting anybody else hold me back, right? Who's along for the ride and meeting people from that energy rather than adjusting themselves adjusting themselves uh to kind of fit someone else does that make sense Mm -hmm.
1: and you'll be surprised how many people pick up on your energy when you're fully yourself and then they're interested and then you can pull them along for the ride and that's kind of what happened Mm -hmm. to me in my relationship I wasn't going to sit there and you know pretend to be someone that I wasn't anymore to keep my relationship but just by showing up as my new self I then inspired my partner to become interested in learning more about raising his frequency and getting into his spiritual journey. And it's been really cool to see how that's happened kind of organically without having to one, try to convince him to understand and like adopt what I was doing for myself and to having to sacrifice living out my life the way I wanted to just to stay with him. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Did you like, how did that play out? Like <laughs> when you started getting a lot more into your spirit, like spiritual side, how did that play out for you in the relationship? So
1: I'm trying to think where it really started. I mean, I've always talked about manifestation, but okay. So my boyfriend's an engineer and he, he definitely processes things in a different way. Like if I can present it logically, he'll digest it really well. So like, joe Dispenza was a really good gateway into him learning um kind of like how manifestation and i guess you could say the law of attraction or just like energetic exchanges work um we've watched some documentaries together it's like it's kind of finding it's interesting it's like using the love language of your partner to present them information like using that as oh, a tool and um so we we one of his is quality time. And like one thing that we do is we go on what we call manifestation walks. And it's really just and we've done these our whole relationship. We go on walks and we kind of like daydream about our future together. And they're like three hour long walks. And then we literally see it. this stuff pop into our lives. And I'm like, yo, we manifested that.
0: <laughs> and yeah. at first
1: it was a joke. But over time, he's like, oh, my God, no, you're right. Like, this is literally working. And so now like he very much he's like, Kelsey, we need another manifestation walk. We need to <laughs> manifest this into our lives. And like, Yeah, it's just really cool. It was like really simple little integrations into my life, which we live together, so it's very much his life too. And then it sort of like slowly over time became just like a lifestyle change for both of us together, which has been really cool to see the evolution of. Yeah.
0: I I love that. Okay. First of all, I just have to say, because you said that and I got (laughs) I got so excited because Parker manifested something like huge and i feel like i'm i'm more excited I, I feel like i might be more excited about it than him um and i don't know if he's gonna do it or not because it's like quite a commitment but like <laughs> i don't think it's a problem if i say this uh he i don't know if he's it it doesn't matter because he like manifested the he manifested the opportunity <laughs> so he may or may not go forward with it but um you know he's like wanted to buy a plane and his flight instructor cause he has his, his pilot's license, his flight instructor, um, decided he wants to sell the airplane that he (laughs) like learned, he learned on and it's like at their club and people use it to train. So it's like, it would make money too. And he told, he's like, yeah, he asked me last night, he called me first and he said, I thought of you, like, what do you want this? And what's wild was I was, I literally said, (laughs) this is the power of manifesting with your partner, right? Like He is not as intentional as I am. But earlier this week, I was thinking about, because I really want to buy a mountain home. And I was like, I was having this conversation with my guides. And I was like, look, the ideal situation would be if I have a mountain home and we have a private plane. So I don't have to deal with any of this bullshit to get there. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, you're welcome, Parker. (laughs) I was like, a plane would be really nice. No, and then it like dropped in. And I think that's why I was freaking out because it was literally the day before that i had this whole conversation and before that i had never expressed any interest in this you know i was like that's his thing he can get a plane um but i about shit my pants i was so excited um anyway but that okay and then the other piece this is what's key right it's the communication when you're saying like i present it to him in a more logical way like that is how you actually communicate with people and Mm -hmm. this is what i'm talking about i feel like every like people just like spew shit back and forth and nobody's actually communicating because if you are actually dedicated to having a uh, a productive discussion then communicate in a way where the person that you're trying to communicate with can understand mm-hmm. right and so there's a difference between like doling ourselves down right or lowering our vibration I I believe in holding the vibration but we can still communicate in a way where this makes sense to their brain right and like that's what I don't if you actually want somebody to internalize what you're saying and potentially make a shift, then your communication needs to needs to be something that they can digest. Yeah. Um, instead of like this superiority complex where people will talk in a way where they know that person doesn't understand it because that makes them feel more important. And then it's like you're not even getting anywhere. So then you don't actually even want them to understand you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's like Parker, like if he wants to describe something to me, like I am not an engineer. So like when he explains things to me, super sciency, I'm like, I, it literally just goes in one year out the other. I'm like, I, I'm just not, I just can't, like, I'm not smart enough for this conversation. Um, but if I'm talking quantum, right. If I'm just like all over the place, he's like, what the fuck are you saying? So like, I, you know, I'll use, I have to use like car analogies, plane analogies. I love that. Like, um, the analogies. now he knows my secrets. Oh no. <laughs> uh, but that is a love language for sure. But I love that, right? So it's like you're a good example of like, you know, they'll it's it is leading by example, for mm-hmm. sure. Like, I think the same thing for Parker. Like, I think him just seeing me live my life and seeing the things that happen. Um, it's kind of wild. And he's like, How the fuck does that happen? I'm like, <laughs> does it
1: work? You gotta try this shit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just gotta try it,
0: right? So just live by example. Um, but Yeah, I don't know. Do you want to get into some questions that we have and we can just kind of go from there?
1: Yeah, I feel like that was one question we had. All right, let's see. So this might go beyond the scope of romantic, but somebody asked, my family thinks I'm crazy. How do I deal with that? Just that's it, or is there that's any more it. Con-
0: that it? They think I'm crazy. Okay, I'm, I, assuming I'm assuming the
1: context is they are very spiritual and have been open about that with their families, and there seems to be a disconnect, and their families aren't really either accepting of that or just they don't understand.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So here's. <laughs> my family thinks I'm crazy. What was the second part? (laughs) How do I deal? How do I deal with with it? Well, my, I guess my first question is like, just in reflection upon that, like, why do you need to deal with it? Like, it's not your job to manage their feelings or their emotions. Mm -hmm. Right. So my parents could, could think I'm totally crazy for all the things I do, but like, I don't really care either way. Right. Like I love them. They love me. If they don't get it, they don't get it. But it's like not my job to make somebody feel comfortable with what I'm doing. Yeah. Like that's my perspective on it. Right. Um, You know, if it's creating conflict, then that that's one thing. But I think a lot of people hold themselves back because they're worried about what other people are going to think. That's just another manifestation of it. Right? It's just another way that your brain finds an excuse to stay small, to stay where you're at, to hide who you really are, because my family thinks I'm crazy. Do they actually think you're crazy, though? Or is it like, you know, I have people in my life who uh, <laughs> I've had people in my life who are like, I always I'm like, they're a little out there for me, right? <laughs> But that doesn't mean I still love them. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, so and so. They're like it's like that that loving energy, you know, when you have mm-hmm. that friend that's just like always a little wild, you're like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's just how she is. Um, it doesn't mean I think any less of them. It's just like I, yeah. I think it's cool, right? So let's also not assume like the worst, right? Um, and the thing is that people are going to embrace it as much as you embrace it. So if I if I walk around, if I if I, you know, am around my family and I'm like super if I'm super insecure about everything I'm doing and I'm acting like I'm doing something wrong, then they're going to start to feel weird about it. But if I'm yeah. showing up super confidently uh, you know, really into what I'm doing and I'm just the living example, then they're not going to question me. Right? It's 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 that confidence that that is key. And what we were saying before with partners, it's like just being the living example. And here's the thing, it's also not to me, for me, I'm just talking from my perspective. Like I have found there have been people who I can tell want to push back on things. And that's totally fine. I'll enter the conversation. Here's the thing. This is the power in being grounded. And a lot of people in the spiritual space, Um, how do I want to say this? We can create a bigger gap than there needs to be because when we're not grounded, being grounded mm. is a really important part of being a human, you know. And I'm really, really connected. I'm also pretty grounded, right? Somebody could I, have a, I could have a conversation with many people They would never suspect I do what I do, right? And this is part of like, I think dispelling some of these, um, what's the word? Like preconceived notions yeah, about what it means to be spiritual. Yeah, misconceptions mm-hmm. about what it means to be spiritual, right? Like more people are spiritual than you would expect. And here's the thing, like the longer I have worked with people and just shared about what I do, even before it was more public, just in my life, right? The number of people that come my way and kind of like spill their their guts, right? They're like, I could never tell anybody in my family, but I actually have experiences like X, Y, Z. I don't know anybody that hasn't had a spiritual experience. Like I literally don't. Most people just don't talk about it. For me, I hear a lot of them because people feel comfortable because they know I share mine, right? So it, they already know that I'm not going to judge them at all. I'm going to understand. But the thing is, I bet everybody who who you think is going to think you're crazy, they probably have had their own spiritual experience. Like it's just a part of life. And the thing is that, like with communication, for example think about manifestation, right? Manifestation is another way to say what everybody in the business space talks about with goal setting and mindset and meditate. It's all the same stuff. It's just different verbiage. It's just a different way to phrase it. Exactly, right. So yeah. I could teach somebody if, if I'm, you know, I've supported people before. I'm thinking about some friends that I've talked to about this a lot, like who are entrepreneurs who are like they they just don't want to hear it. If it sounds really spiritual, but when I just use different words and I don't make it sound spiritual, they're, they're literally just doing the manifestation process, right? Because it is neuroscience. Um, everything is energy. It's quantum physics. So I can just use different words and that's totally fine. Um, that's how I can adjust my communication to talk to them. But, you know, I think that a lot of it comes down to your own confidence. And this is true of anything in life. Like if people are putting things out at you, right? A lot of people are afraid to speak up and say what they think. What if somebody says X, Y, Z about me. Okay, well, if you're getting people who are like pointing things out about you and it's really triggering you, like <laughs> that's that's a really good opportunity to think, well, do I feel that within myself? Like, do I feel that within myself at all? Um, I know for me, whenever people have pointed things out at me, to me that it made me feel insecure, it's because there was a piece of me that thought it was true, Right. Like whether or not it was true is a different story, but there's a piece of me that thought maybe it is. Yeah, right. It doesn't necessarily mean mean it is, right? I could be in negative self talk there. Uh, I think that's really common. Like think about, like think about if you're in middle school and somebody says you're ugly. Right, you're not ugly, but if you are in that, you know, you're in sixth grade and you are comparing yourself to other people and then you think there's a piece of you that thinks I'm ugly and then somebody says that to you your whole world crumbles right that's traumatizing like so mm-hmm. that's just an example of how it's like it's all about you like this is what people need to remember the power lies within you the power lies within you to shift relationships and and to see if they're going to be in alignment the power lies within you to um make it so other people can show up differently around you right like it's interesting to me how why is it that some spiritual people people are like, oh yeah, they're really spiritual and out there. And other pe- spiritual people are like super embraced by the mainstream community. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> right? <laughs> so there, there are a lot, there are lots of examples of that, but it all comes back to your own confidence. And here's the thing. If you're confident in what you're doing, I always think, like if I'm happy in my life, if I'm genuinely happy and I'm living authentically and people have shitty things to say about it and they want to be mean to me about it, then like, that's fine. Then they don't need to be in my life. Right. And more likely than not, (laughs) your family just cares that
1: you're happy. Sure. They might Mm -hmm. think you're crazy, but it's not like they don't love you. They're probably Mm -hmm. happy that you're like, they might not understand it, but they're probably happy that you're just happy doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And the ones that aren't happy for you being happy aren't worth keeping around.
0: Exactly. So like what this really is, is that subconscious resistance to finding out the truth, right? Because in this, like, are people going to love me for me? Are people gonna love me for being the authentic version of me? That's what's getting triggered, and the only way to find out is do it, to be you, and then you see who stays along for the ride, mm-hmm. right? And it will trigger people when when you're the authentic version of you. There might be resistance at first, but you just stay in your confidence, right? Like I have had so many people um, not happy about choices I've made or things I talk about, and. I'm just like, look, it's okay if this isn't jive with you. Like, I respect you. I love you. But this is just me. Um, And I just keep going. And they always come around. (laughs) They always come around, right? And like the same people who, oh man, I'm thinking of something specific. But I, there's like, I have had, I've gotten into like arguments, like intense arguments. Like this, like people like getting very upset with me. Like, and I'm just sitting there like why is this triggering you so much um and these are the same people that years later are like i'm experiencing this i need a session with you right (laughs) uh and i'm just like cool great right because it's all about confidence like i it's not a question of like is this real like Mm -hmm. if somebody's gonna make fun of me for using crystals i don't give a shit like it's science It, it it like it's science. It's truth. It resonates for me. Even if it's not science, it works for me, right? Like whatever works for me, that's my truth. And I'm, I'm confident in my truth. And so that's all there is to it. And then like people can either be along for the ride or they might drop off and then they're not meant to be in my life anymore. And that's totally fine. I wish the best for them and they might drop off and then come back around. So, but, but I think that a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves to like, manage other people's emotions, to adjust themselves so that other people around them are more comfortable. And I would say I probably have a different perspective on family right? than most people. Um, It is to act from like survival energy of if my family doesn't love me, I will be left. I will be left and not be able to survive. Right. Um, The tribe will leave me. I, I will get eaten alive, you know, because I, I need, I need everybody with me to protect me. Like we're, we don't need to leave, live in that stress mode anymore. And there are more choices. Like there are more choices and I don't think family has to mean blood. (laughs) Agreed. Right. To me, it's like soul family is so much more powerful, in fact, right? Look at the people who come into your life and that can overlap with family. So I'm not saying family doesn't matter, but like, what if you got to define what family meant for you? And to me, family is love, right? So if somebody is not going to support me when I'm happy, <laughs> if they're not going to love me when I'm happy, then that tells me something about that relationship. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> So uh, that's my thought on that, on the family question. Like, it's like, do you think you're crazy? Yeah. That's what's (laughs) more important. That's what's more important. If you have been looking for a place to take a deep dive into all things intuition, manifestation, brain rewiring, spiritual awakening, and activating miracles in your own life, then the channel collective is the place for you. I know it can feel like a lot as you shift into 5D and shed those old layers and start to see things in a new way. You're connecting to who you really are and you might have a lot of questions. You might feel confused or even lonely, but I also know that you have that deep thirst for knowledge. And that is why I'm so excited about the channel collective membership. This community is a safe, welcoming space to help you explore your spirituality and your unique gifts while connecting with other like-minded people. When you join the membership, you get access to an ever-growing library of hundreds of exclusive videos on all things spirituality, manifestation, intuition, living in 5D, self healing, and so much more. Plus you get access to Ascension School, which is a library of exclusive trance channeled messages from different ascended masters so that you can learn from them for yourself. This is where I share my juiciest, most exclusive downloads and things that I've channeled that I don't share with the public. And you get access to ad-free pre-released podcast episodes. We also have monthly Q&A calls where you can ask me anything and connect with other members. Monthly manifestation calls and monthly a high e seventy energy healing group sessions. it's truly everything you need to raise your vibration, manifest the life you want, and really anchor in five d consciousness. I have created this container as a really powerful way for you to continue to upgrade and raise your frequency so that you can tap into all of your inner magic. This is the membership I wish I had and what I wanted so it's really my favorite place to be. And I know that if you love the podcast, if you enjoy my YouTube channel, if you follow me on Instagram, you are going to love this because it is the true deep dive and the most exclusive information. So if you are ready to be expanded, check out the channel collective membership. Just head to Christina, the channel.com slash membership. All of the information will be there. You can check out the different tiers and get ready to feel expanded and abundant. I can't wait to see you there. I know it can definitely be hard when relationships shift and, and it can be, I know it can be scary to like really, because it's a process of coming to your truth within yourself, which without anybody else around you, that in itself is a is a process, right? Mm-hmm. Like unraveling layers of like, oh my gosh, this is what's real for me. like. You know, when we go through these periods where our whole paradigm shifts, our world flips upside down. Like you just being by yourself, going through that, it it can it's a lot, right? It's a lot to process. And then when you have people around you who are inserting their opinion, you're feeling their energy. It can make it even it's just more, right? Um, But you have to like like I always think I have to focus on myself first and work through this myself first. And what I would say also is like when I am working through things. Um, That are very paradigm shifting, life altering. When I'm really coming to terms, like with what are these life decisions I want to make? What do I believe? That is not something. That is something within myself. That is not something like I'm just gonna get more confused if I'm going to everybody else Mm -hmm. and getting their limiting beliefs thrown on me because that will happen, right? People will project their own stuff onto you. They don't mean to, but it's about me coming to terms with my truth for myself. And then if I'm going to, right? If I'm going to inform. It's like, this, this is my truth Um, and being confident, being confident in it, you know? Um, And it's kind of like when you go to people for support, like there are lots of people in my life that I love, but there are certain people I know, there are certain people I go to for certain types of support, right? If I need to bounce ideas off of something, right? Like versus other people, I'm like, oh, it's probably not the person for this. Yeah, doesn't make them a bad person, <laughs> right? But there are certain people I know might tend to project things onto me. Um, there are other people I know are are really like really just good at reflecting back, and they don't even insert their own opinion, right? Like Kelsey will just say what I'm saying back to me. I'm like, shit, you're right, right? <laughs> like, like versus other people will try and get me to do what they want me to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've just learned, you know, different relationships. Um, serve us in, in different ways. And so if I'm going through some big life thing and I and I do want to talk it out with somebody, I look for somebody that can help to reflect what I'm saying and thinking back to me rather than insert their own wants or desires, right? Like I I think about, I was just talking to um my friend Jackie about this, something, and she was like, well, you know, my ego really wants you to do this, but I actually just really want you to be happy, which I know is going to mean the other thing. So I want you to do that. Right, <laughs> like, right. Um, that's super incredible. Um, and so I would think about you know who in your life can can really be a neutral slate for you, um, and just reflect things things back, things back because that's really really valuable. Um, especially right now when I think so many people are just going through this process of, like, what's true and what's not. Yeah, and it kind of reminds me of. When I was going through my chronic illness stuff, I had some friends that honestly, they were kind of they're unhealthy relationships because we were bonding over our chronic illness and just keeping ourselves in like that chronic illness bubble and like doing the same, like trying the same things each other. It was like this really weird, unhealthy thing Um, took me a, like it would take me a while to figure out and be like, this actually is not serving me. Yeah. And. I see that energy parallel a lot right now. Like when people are in this, you know, what, like not chronic illness specifically, but I'm just saying in the world, because so many people are having these, like come to Jesus moments or like, holy shit, what is the truth? What's not. And then when everybody who's in this in between energy comes together, it just can sometimes turn into this cluster of we're even more confused than, than actually supporting each other and like tuning into our, our own truth and discerning for ourselves. Yeah. Um, you know, alone time and self-reflection are really, really valuable. But most people don't do any of that. So <laughs> yeah, most people <laughs> don't do that. Um, but it's very possible, right? It's super possible. So those are some things to think about with with family, I would say. But I just trust I just trust and this is like the only way I've been able to stay clear on moving forward in my life, right? It's like I decide, I commit to staying in alignment for me. And I trust that whoever is meant to be in my life will be there. Right? They might stay, they might leave and then come back. Um but I just trust the process. But like I'm I'm committed to my path, my mission, um and 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 my truth, my authenticity and everything else. I I Fully trust that it's going to work out. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, not not (laughs) living my life for other people. (laughs) Definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh,
1: Okay, let's go to the next. So someone is asking if it's possible to be in a healthy relationship, if you're spiritual, to be in a relationship with someone who is deeply religious. Is there any overlap or. Would there be too much conflict? And I guess that really depends on the situation. But I think that's something a lot of people are probably thinking about if they come from a spiritual upbringing or have a spiritual or sorry, rather religious partner.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's I mean, I think as I've ta- we talked about on the show before, like I don't really see why we have to think that religion and spirituality like can't or, or mm-hmm. like why are they mutually exclu- exclusive? There's so much overlap. Um I would say, actually, there's a good amount of people that I'm close to who are very religious because we actually have more in common than other people who don't, who like, don't believe that anything else is like, there's anything else bigger going on. Yeah. Um, And so I actually find I, I often get along with those people quite well. Um, So that's why, that, like, I, I don't think they have to be mutually ex- exclusive. I think that they can really serve each other. I mean, it's it's not... It's so dependent on the situation, right? I would ask that person, like, how is that playing out? Like, why are you asking that question? Are you, is, it, is it just because you think that they can't go together? Or is there right. some type of actual conflict coming up in your life um, where you're thinking, is this not going to work? Which, uh, like, I always think about with relationships more than this isn't, is this compatible with this? Like, anything could be compatible with anything. It's more about, like, me and my authentic Truth, like my frequency, right? Is is this resonant with your frequency, mm-hmm. right? It's like it's. I mean, you could ask that of anything. It's like, can a vegan date someone who's keto? <laughs> sure, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Why not, right? For some people, like that might be a no, I can't. For other people, they might be like, why is it a yeah. problem?
1: You know. And I feel like the issue is, or what this person might be fearing is that their partner will think that their spiritual beliefs are right and this person's spiritual beliefs are wrong but again what frequency are you operating in at that point if somebody's yeah exact religious beliefs are right and the other person's are perceived as wrong like that's very 3d but if you were both to elevate and be in 5d i feel like that wouldn't even be an issue and then you could really see you'd zoom out and have that perspective and see how it all overlaps and intertwines
0: yeah totally i mean i'll say from my perspective like i thought about dating, right? Like dating different people before Parker and I started dating, like what do I want? You know, is that important to me? What is important to me? And it took me having different experiences and different conversations to like figure that out. And for me, it's not, I don't need my partner to have all the same beliefs as as me unless there are certain, like like it's more about core values that I won't budge on, right? right? Like I know a, a common one for a lot of people is like, you know, some people are very set on, I want my child to be brought up with this religion. And other people are like, I absolutely do not want my yeah. child to be. Br-. So it's like, that's just you figuring out your core values. Um, And it's not about, it's not a right or wrong. It's like, just what, what is true for you? Like, what do you want? you got to decide that. And for me, I don't need my partner to have the same beliefs as me, but I need them to have the same values as me and to be able to understand me. Right. Like, like my partner could be totally like, I. Parker doesn't believe in all the same stuff as me, um, but he'll listen to me. And like, if I'm explaining an experience I have or something, like, if I what I think about something, he doesn't say, "Well, that's not real," right? Yeah. He's like honoring my truth, and he's just like engaging in the conversation from that perspective. Like, and I don't expect him to have the same opinions as, as me, right? So, like, about everything, but it's up to me, um, to decide. Just what's important for me what are what are my core values um and i think in conversations like it goes back to what we we're talking about before communicating in a way where that person can understand you you mm-hmm. know so if i i'll have clients that this is a really simple example i'll have clients who maybe are catholic and i i mean i grew up catholic so i I think I know more of the verbiage maybe than somebody who didn't grow up Catholic. So I will often like use verbiage that is more Catholic uh, (laughs) when I'm talking about things, right. Even, even down to like, if I know somebody believes in God, I will, I'm going to use that word, right. If I know somebody like that word doesn't go well for them, I probably would use a different word. Me personally, um, I, I use them interchangeably. But that's just like a simple way, right? If I, because if I'm, if I have a client who um, they use the term God, right, maybe they're Catholic and they're coming to me and I keep saying like the universe, the universe, the universe, for some people that, that they, they understand, it's like the same thing when I'm saying that. But it's a way for me to like really meet them where they're at and use is use their terms. So they're not like taken out of the conversation. Right. They can grasp it. Yeah, like, like, because we're talking about the same thing. It's just a different word. You know, and people get so hung up on words, especially mm-hmm. like it's just crazy
1: looking at everything going on in the world and people are butting heads. And I'm like, I feel like at the end of the day, you guys both want the same thing, but yeah. you're not communicating in a way that the other person is able to absorb.
0: Like you said, I, it's I, just people yeah. yelling at each other and like, yeah, totally. <laughs> but at
1: the end of the day, don't we all really want the same thing? Like, yeah, it, I think
0: <laughs> we have most of us are more in common than, than not um, we, people just have like different, <laughs> people get really annoyed with certain like words or phrase it. And it's like, right. it's the triggers. Why does it matter? <laughs> like, like, what is it about that that triggers you? Yeah. Like that's, that's more about you than the word itself. Like I, I've talked about this a lot. I have such an issue with like, I think words are so limiting. <laughs> um, I, I'm just like, I don't even care, but I think what's interesting is a lot of the, I'll say beings that I learned about growing up Catholic and in religion, like I, because of my, my personal experience in the church, I very much just wanted to push all of that away. And it was like, I learned about all of these different beings, like archangels, right? Even Jesus, mother Mary. And I like, learned about it, but because of the situation it was presented to, to me in and, and just other experiences, I wanted to push the whole thing away. And now here I am, and I'm like, wow. I think I I do more like Catholic stuff than a lot of Catholics <laughs> I know. You know I mean? like, yeah, like, talking uh, to Jesus yeah, more often, and right. <laughs> <laughs> like like the archangels are like er, like these entities are available to anybody. Yeah. Um. So it's just really interesting. I, it's like I you can have more in common with people who are religious. It, really it's really spiritual. I don't I don't see why they have to be it's one or the other. You can totally be both. I know many people who are, who are both, um, you know, I think of like a religion as a a religion as a type of spirituality. Right. Right. Um, so I I think it could totally work. It just, I would, I would not think about it from that angle. Honestly, I would just think about like me at my core, do our values align and does this person see me? this person hear me right Mm -hmm. do we because i think this is a really interesting thing like literally the vibrational resonance piece of relationships where i could be talking okay okay this is interesting okay so this is what people do a lot of people who are looking for validation in relationships and this can be like coming from abandonment you know issues low self-esteem whatever And they want people to love them. They want people to validate them. Uh, They want approval from other people. And so what they will do is subconsciously pick people that are at a lower vibration than them because their subconscious thinks this is an easy shot. Like Mm. I'm I'm way better than them. Like (laughs) I'm more successful than them. I had like 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 this is subconscious stuff that goes on. Okay. And so you pick somebody that you think that you can you have a little bit more of like a dominating energy around, right? Or it's like I know more than them. So you pick that person because your subconscious thinks, oh, this is an easy shot. Right. Like, of course, they're they're gonna think I'm so amazing. They're gonna think I'm so knowledgeable, so incredible. Um and then you get you enter into a conversation or a relationship, right? um thinking cuz your brain is like again this is not in conscious awareness typically your brain is like oh this is an easy shot it's like when it's like when somebody dates dates someone else and they're like oh i'm i'm way too good for this person so obviously they're going to want to keep going out with me like the hot girl that goes for the yeah. nerd <laughs> this is like and this isn't every time right i'm just like i'm saying this is one pattern that i see play out a yeah, lot for, sure. for people and when i bring this up to people they're like holy shit that's exactly <laughs> what i do um so this isn't like every single time, right? But I'm just giving an example. You go into this conversation or you go on this date, or you enter this relationship and that person dumps you. They don't want to go on a second date. And you're like, what the hell? And then your, your subconscious gets more evidence. I'm not good enough. Because if this person doesn't think I'm cool, right? then what the fuck? <laughs> so, so and, and then the the negative cycle continues, you're right? That negative it. self-talk. Those negative limiting beliefs. It's not true. But what's actually happening vibrationally is, you let's say you go into that conversation with somebody, you're literally at a different wavelength. They're just different wavelengths, okay? And you miss each other. You just miss each other. That person can't see you. They like can't understand you, right? It goes back to what we were saying before. Like if Parker is talking about engineering to me, it is in one ear, out the other. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't get it. Right. Yeah. So you could be saying the most incredible high frequency, like super conscious, like woke things. And you're like, oh my God, this person's going to think I'm amazing. (laughs) They literally can't, if they can't like grasp onto that wavelength, right? like they can't see you, they can't hear you. It's like, uh, you're not that cool. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, that's literally how it's perceived. It's literally literally not
1: resonating with them.
0: Yeah. Very literally. (laughs) That is a vibrational mismatch. Like you are witnessing that. And I've had this in conversations where like, (laughs) I'll talk to, I'll be talking to somebody and I'm like talking about something that I think is so interesting. And and, like, if I was saying it to Kelsey, she would think I'm so interesting. And this person is just like looking at me and they just like look away and they're like, oh, they walk over and I'm like, I'm sorry, do I exist? Like, can you, (laughs) like, they literally can't see me. Like and I'm like whoa, um, but you can. It's all it's all vibration. It's all frequency. This is why certain people are drawn to certain people over others. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like like you're just drawn to somebody who is of a similar vibration. The same way with manifestation, right? Whatever you're vibrating at, like more of that's gonna come into your into your field. It's quantum physics. So that's that's very interesting. And it's like if you feel like somebody's not seeing you or hearing you, it's. It doesn't have to be this like good or bad, right? Like, and I think people are so quick to jump into like, they're awful. They're they're not good enough. Like, it's like, it's not good or bad. It's literally just like, we are maybe not for each other and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I think that's super fascinating. I've had that conversation with a few people in my life and they were just like, holy shit, this explained my whole life, my whole life. Yeah. Um, it's funny because like, I feel
1: like it's so common sense when you actually think about it that way. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> so true, though. But it's so it's so helpful. It's like you go to your your high school reunion and like it, you're like, what is going on here? Like, <laughs> like I'm the most interesting person here. and No one is, even wants to have a conversation. <laughs> uh, you know, one of my friends was telling me that and I was cracking up, but that's how that can play out. So I would just think about like are are we still in alignment? Are we still a match? And this is goes back to the power of like Oh man, how do I describe this? There's a lot we can learn about ourselves in relationship, right? Like there's there's a lot that we learn about ourselves in relationships that we don't ever learn while we're single. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I think a lot of the issues come from jumping into relationships before people know themselves, right? Or just honoring that process of like as life goes on and you have different experiences, you could very much know yourself when you enter into this marriage when you're 30, right? Yeah. But you could have some huge life shift when you're 40 and become a different person. And and sometimes people grow with you, right? And and you guys both adjust, but sometimes it's like you become such a different person that it's just not in alignment anymore. You know, and so then that's up to you to you to decide what, what you do with that. Um, this is all about facing, just facing truths, right? Who do I resonate with and, and who do I not? Um, I don't even remember the, um, original question, but it was about religion, but I think <laughs> there that was we a very helpful route. <laughs> um, hopefully that was helpful. Is there anything else quick? How would you suggest, cause this was actually another question
1: that somebody in a relationship, tries to grow with their partner and avoid growing apart?
0: Or is that something that shouldn't necessarily be avoided? Well, here's my perspective on it. Like, I think that in relationships, it goes back to what I was saying before of like, you commit to you, to living in your truth, to being in alignment for you. Like that, that's all there is, you know, like, when I'm making life decisions, like like I'm focused on what's for my highest and best in alignment for me, and I truly believe that when we live in that way, that also coincides with what's for the highest and best of everyone else mm-hmm. right um because here's the thing it's like let's say you stay in a relationship because you don't want to hurt that person's feelings. you're like, I feel like if if i you're like I don't my truth is that I actually don't want to be in this relationship, but I know this person and I love them. I still love them, even though I think we're not maybe supposed to be life partners. I'm going to stay in this relationship because it's pretty good. Or like, I don't think that they'll ever want to find somebody else, right? You're just trying to, it's like, what will they do without me? Right Mm -hmm. now, now we're in dependency. Um, But if it's not for your highest and best to be in that relationship, then it's not for theirs either. So are you really going to, like, I would not want somebody to stay in a relationship with me because they thought I like wouldn't find someone else. What would I do without them? It's like, you're robbing me of the opportunity of being with somebody who's so excited to be with me.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. It's like, because releasing that relationship, it could be really hard, but then what if you give them the chance and yourself, you guys both, the next person you meet is like, so incredible and such a match for you at this point in your life. And you guys both get to have that Um, versus both, like settling for 70 percent, 50 percent, whatever it is. Um, At the same time, you know, with I think it's really helpful whenever you're developing any relationship, right, like doing new things together.
1: Oh, I 100 percent
0: back that. Right. Like just like doing things together and having new things for both of you. Um, I I see that a lot of people struggle when it's like one person is one person wants the other person to just do everything they do right mm-hmm. it's like you know you try things but like having new things that are special for both of you um is 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 really helpful right like having your own brand new for both of you that you can that you can learn about together and do together so yeah i think if any like especially any long term relationship you want to have things that help you both grow together yeah. um but there's a difference between Setting aside time for that, like, which I think is so important versus like forcing that. Mm -hmm. Right. I can't force the direction in which somebody else is going to grow.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's like instead
1: of trying to force your existing relationship. Yeah. Or if you're single and you're worried about forcing a future relationship, again, just show up as who you are to begin with. So that you're attracting someone that's already like on the same path or the same frequency as you. Mm -hmm. And you won't have to worry about it. But if you're in a relationship right now, yeah, you guys might grow apart and relationships might fall away. But they're meant to if you're living in your truth.
0: So. Well, yeah, and it's all like it's all commitment, right? It's like if you're in a long term relationship, a lot of long term relationships kind of fizzle out just because people aren't making the time. Yeah. Just like anything else. Right. I have friends who. I used to be super close with and now I never talk to and it wasn't like we had an ending of the relationship. It's like we moved away. We just, you know, got busy, forgot to keep up. And it's like, there's just not really a relationship anymore. It wasn't a bad ending. But this happens like in marriages. Um, This happens in not even not even marriages. People are just both busy and they're not taking time for each other. Um, Like with anything that you want to grow, you have to put energy into it. Right. Whatever we're focusing on. Yeah. Yeah whatever this is, this is like energetically, whatever we focus on expands, right? So if you want your, your relationship to continue to expand, you need to put more energy into it together, into the two of you, right? More focus. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to keep growing in that way. So I think that that's super important for sure. But it's just noticing where are we trying to force people to grow in a certain direction, which is different than supporting some like, right? Like there's are we trying to force somebody to go this way or are we supporting them in what they want? Mm-hmm. Right. And like giving them a little, like, you know, <laughs> like a little kick of the butt sometimes is, is helpful. If you're like, I know that this is important for you. So I'm going to like push you to do this because I know you want this. Um, it's all about intention. Yeah. With everything. Yeah. In my opinion. Um. So uh, let me just see if there's anything. Lastly, as we wrap up specifically. <sighs> okay. So basically they're saying like this, this time is about redefining love, right? And that term is thrown around in so many ways. And like, we talk about programming and like brainwashing with other phrases and words and industries, but we have to realize where is it showing up? like everywhere right even in the the fun and loving things like what have we been mm. programmed to believe what have we been programmed to believe about love and it's about redefining love and like they're saying like the the dynamics within love are going to change like the we don't really have time to get into like the sexual energy behind it but that's definitely shifting as we shift our vibration and our bodies are changing um and just the way we communicate mm. changes but in order for us to naturally like that's not something you have to logically think about how do I do this. It's more about feeling, right? And so with all of this conversation where people are trying to logic their way through conversations around love and relationship, it's about feeling, right? It's about like it's that it's that feminine energy, right? Like that feminine energy rising with all within all of us. It's not necessarily something that you logically know. And this is where people get stuck in different relationships, friendships, partnerships, whatever it is when they're thinking about it logically, right? But like, you're literally, it's a, it's a mismatch, right? It's like trying to write an English essay by writing your calculus <laughs> problem, right? It's, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't work. It's not gonna get you to where you wanna go. So this is about feeling into our bodies, right? This is about the groundedness coming into the body. How do I actually feel here? And honoring that, like honoring our heart space and what we're feeling. And we don't have to like logic our way to ha- to how it's going to show up, but it's more about like, I'm going to notice that my inclinations change and honoring that. So when you are in alignment with the frequency of truth, right? If my desires shift, if how I feel my best in a relationship shifts, honor that, right? Because we're going to see these dynamics shift. And you're saying a lot of, I mean, I think this is obvious, but like, <laughs> This is stupid. Um <laughs> a, a, so much of the love is really just the lust, right? And mm-hmm. notice how we have people have been kept out of their power because love is power. They've been kept out of their power through the programming of what love is that has been confused with lust. And so they're in partnership that actually isn't that frequency of love, but more is 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 more of lust. And so that's actually a way that they stay out of their power, right? When we really redefine Uh, love and like come back into that frequency because you know when you feel right you know when you feel and uh people are gonna like feel their whole bodies turn on again like it's literally your power source right love is your power source love heals in like your physical body or like everything right everything just balances out when we are in alignment with love and so he's saying like it's gonna be a rude awakening for a lot of people where where did i try and figure out love through my headspace, or through like this lust, or like what somebody else told me love is, or what this is supposed to be, rather than the truth of what feels good for me and allows me to be at my highest vibration. Um, and it's it's honoring that. And he just keeps saying it's like it's going to be a rude awakening for people. But like if you really want to step into your power, like you listen to that. And when people want a partner, or they want they want a relationship, why? Like, what are you actually looking to get out of it? Is it love? Right? Because, re- like, that vibration triggers the fuck out of people. It really <laughs> does, truly. And so they settle for lust or they settle for something else. Um, you know, and that's a decision for you, right? A lot of it's like, what, with a marriage, what do you want out of a marriage? Like, some people want a really passionate marriage and, like, that's part of their soul contract. Other people, it's meant to be more of a partnership and actually more rooted in friendship. Um, and there also doesn't have to be a one or the other. You could have both, right? But it's, it's honoring what, what you want, but he's just saying like experiencing new relationships. And this could show up for you even in a friendship, right? Where you have a friend who just radiates love, just radiates love. And you're in this friendship that is just so loving. And you're realizing, holy shit, I don't feel this vibration in my partnership. And like, what were all of these signals that I thought meant this person loves me that I believe just because that was program, I was a program of like, this is a sign versus like this is the actual frequency i feel because we've been numbed like people's bodies have been numbed right <laughs> where they don't even feel vibration and so this whole time this is about discernment again right feeling into the frequency of truth for you when you start to when you start to really open up your intuition and get back into your body it can be a lot sometimes it's like holy shit i'm so sensitive to everything i mean <laughs> welcome to your gifts, right? Yep. It, it's like overstimulating at first, but then you balance out and you realize, wow, it was like I had foggy glasses on my whole life, right? Or like I just wasn't feeling I was like numb my whole life and I didn't even notice it. So a lot of those shifts um are going to happen and she's she's also saying noticing like <laughs> Aphrodite, like there's so much to unravel here. Like she's like there's just so much to unravel because people are shooting all over themselves in relationship, um, and it's quite simple. It's about that frequency, right? Yeah. It's about that frequency. Um, but we have to realize all the places where where we are shooting to realize. Oh, I'm shooting here, but this is this what I what's actually in highest alignment for my soul. Um. Uh, for anybody listening they just want you to trust. They just want you to know that you are divinely loved and they want you to to trust that 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 is your essence and so that is what you will receive if you let yourself. And the the biggest barrier for people is not like can I receive it? But will I let myself receive this divine yeah. love? Will I let myself be supported? That that's a big thing because right the guides they honor free will they are going to honor your free will and so if you are constantly in an energy of i don't want support which people do subconsciously all the time you know then okay then that's what that's what you receive right but when you fr- when you come into like i am ready to receive true divine love and true divine support be open be open to it and it will come it will come ask for it and be open to it and be really ready to receive it. But notice that, like, what does that really mean? You're looking for a vibration and that might be very triggering to you when you first come into contact with it, right? Mm-hmm. This is why, like, a lot of like uber spiritual people who are like just like pure love annoy people. People get really annoyed by them, right? They're like, oh my God, they're so fluffy, right? <laughs> but I know people who, man, like they're just, there's every cell in their body is just like that frequency of love. And when I first like saw their stuff, I was like, like, this is something I I realized. I was like, this is too much. Like, this is real. It was triggering for me. Right. And then like you go through the process and you actually realize that frequency. Now it's like, holy shit, this is like, a just it's like being, it's like a warm hug when I'm around you all the time. It's, it's that, that is, that is the truth. So noticing, noticing that. Right. And like, where we are addicted to the drama, right, where we are addicted to the ups and downs the pat like that whole passionate thing, uh <laughs> what's played out in in movies and entertainment and like all these ups and downs and the struggle and the drama, like people are addicted to that people are addicted to their own cortisol response um and you know it's all choice it's all choice in what type of relationship you want, but it is available to you to be like fully fully receiving divine love, like in all realms, in all dimensions, if you allow yourself to receive that, um, you just have to ask for it and notice when it pops up, it might come up a little bit differently than you expected. Mm. Well said. So we'll wrap up there, but... Hopefully this was interesting for people. (laughs) Um, If it was helpful, definitely leave a comment on my latest Instagram post. Let me know, share it on social media, tag me, tag Kelsey, and we'll repost. And if you have a topic that you wanna submit to the show, you can do so if you head to christinathechannel.com slash pod, There is a little button right there and you can submit a topic. Always love to hear what you're curious about and um, have some fun with, with those discussions on the show. So that's going to be it for today. Thanks again so much for tuning in. We hope you have an incredible rest of your day and we'll talk to you in a future episode.